Hey guys. Uh, do you like How parades? You do I like parades? Only the ones that I'm in. Just practicing my questions. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, yikes. Hello, all. How do I sound? <clears throat> Probably like crap because I don't have a Flemmy, that's a fine. <laughs> I know. Super flummy. <laughs> How do I sound? How do I sound? <laughs> As he clears his throat. How do I sound? <laughs> So, Justin, are you partaking in cannabis this evening now that you're legal? Forgot. Oh. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> Good thing my, my daughter actually had to work tonight, so I get ah, to smoke tonight, too. Bonus. So the 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 Zach attack thing at the end. Uh, we're just going to scrap that for this episode since we're short on time. We've only got about forty five minutes, and he's hard network out on us. So I didn't want to try to back time that and then rush through it and have it be a shit show. And I said we'll just we'll try to save it. See if we can get him back again later. Maybe okay. we'll just okay. yeah keep it in our back pocket. Cheers, everyone. Cheers. Uh, <laughs> um. So for the. Do we want to do the crew intro between like we normally do where we say hey to everybody quick or we want to just. Yes. Yeah, I feel like we should do that. Let's keep it super short. I'll say, hey, uh, yikes. How's it going? And then, Fucking uh, horrible. Perfect. Hashi, how you doing? Poopy. All right. I was wearing my can I get a mean shirt too. <laughs> and yeah, so we'll, we'll try to keep it that quick. So we mine don't has, that down. Mine has sleeves. Sorry. <laughs> Uh, Zach will be five minutes late. You guys see uh, what happened to Jeff Passan? Yeah. 40 minutes. Yeah, he broke oh. his back. Is he dead? No. Big his, ass his, tree. You, you hurt your back, but he broke his back because a tree fell on him. Holy Jesus. Did Asshole. he get injured as Elmo? Nice. <laughs> a fucking idiot. How do you get hit by a tree? Elmo hurt his back. <laughs> what was there that tree go. doing there? Oh, no. <laughs> That's a good See, that one, was man. my immediate reaction when I read that text. It's yep, just like, what heartless. a fucking dumbass. Heartless, you people are. <laughs> Painting up it's your yard, invisible. you piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Won't you think your neighbors next time? <laughs> Joe, did you send out itineraries already? I sent it to Ron only. And he seems he seemed semi impressed. It's it it's nice and tight. There's no mystery to that. That's a she well, said. Um, am I supposed to be doing the movies that I was supposed to be doing, or am I not? So far, yes. But I might. You might have to watch Fifty Four also. I was, I was going to say we haven't assigned any to Coley, have we? Is she getting in? Well, I don't know if Coley's showing up. What do I have? I have something about Mary H two O, and what else? Armageddon. Armageddon. Armageddon, that's right. Armageddon, which I kind of want to make everyone watch, but I'm sure everyone. No, no, I will not watch that movie. That's where I draw the line as well. Yes, exactly. I watch Plump Fiction before that. I will watch guys. You're missing possibly hottest Affleck ever. (laughs) I've gone this long without ever watching it, and I'm not going to break my streak. I feel pretty good about it. Can I ask Zach? I love how your background is Armageddon too. By the way. Right. Can I ask how he feels about Armageddon and can I invite him on the pod? <laughs> Armageddon, Peak Buscemi, right? He's got to he be. Filed, he, he filed it, by the way. I'll uh, say, Zach, would, do you want to watch A Perfect Murder 54 and Plump Fiction? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to do Air Bud Golden Receiver, Ooh. Uh, you could do that. My guess is he ends up being a good football player. Fast, right? <laughs> uh, Air Bud file. I mean, phobe. <laughs> Which one is It's phobe, right? If you don't like it, yes. <laughs> if you would Which never watch it. Which one is bad? Save that question for the, yeah. <laughs> Which one is file? Yikes, get in there. I'm forgetting my reference point for this. I think it was a comedian, Eugene Merman, did this bit about like how people say such stupid shit in sports movies. That <laughs> reminded me of Teen Wolf. There's a moment <laughs> in Teen Wolf. I think Hash knows what I'm talking about, where like he he turns to Michael J. Fox, who's a wolf, and he's like, These guys are a couple fags. <laughs> Says something like that. Yeah. And Eugene Merman's joke is like. You're talking to a fucking wolf. <laughs> like, like, what are these people thinking? It's a werewolf. Well, they're worried straight. about gay people. 
great. <laughs> is that a real line? Ash, can, we, can we do a context? Is I might have the line wrong. If Hash, do you remember that line? Can we do a watch along for Teen Wolf, please? Somehow, I do that. Guys, I got I got something really bad to tell you about uh, myself, which is I went up to the Oregon coast for my 40th birthday with my new girlfriend at the time. Got super wasted. And at the end of the night, there was like 10 people there and they were like, what movie do you want to watch? And I said, Teen Wolf. And I got to tell you, even in 2013, I was sitting there watching that on my 40th birthday going, these people got to hate me. Like, this this does not hold up well at all. You would have been my best friend forever if I would have been there with you. Teen Wolf, fuck yeah. Uh, I have have so much to say about Teen Wolf. Michael J. Fox... (laughs) is uh, by far the best, worst basketball player I've ever <laughs> It's pronounced Ethel Merman. <laughs> I've never Merman. seen anyone hit the side of the rim on a layup and make it. <laughs> In his defense, he's not that tall. I mean, he's also... I thought he had powers. Yeah, he was a werewolf. Five one. Five three? Like... Being a wolf is not a basketball power. Are you sure? I'd say they're stronger than Ask ask the Minnesota fans. It's not. It's 100%. Yeah, correct. Being a timber wolf is not a a basketball power. Being a wolf is a power. I mean, Minnesota (laughs) slander already? Wow. (laughs) Put the Minnesota sounder on the board. Taking shots. All right. What's going on, Zach? On that note, I want him him to see his guy. all day... Cleaning out my girlfriend's garage, so I'm. Uh, uh, it's been a good day. <laughs> Had a great day. Is the job done? No, of course. <laughs> the girlfriend going with the stuff leaving the garage. Yeah, no, it went into a storage unit. Okay. Oh, yeah. ah, another uh, garage, external garage. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. Oh my god! Sorry for being late. Ah, no problem. How dare and you? And you got a you got a hard network out, right? Yeah, I think our stream is going at seven, which probably means seven oh five, knowing them. So, uh, yeah, just at some point. Cool. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, so basically, we just sit around and play some grab ass, and uh, we made the whole thing kind of a drinking game. So, um, should I be drinking? You, you're more than welcome to drink. We, yes, uh, yes, you should. Yes. All right. Give yeah. me two seconds. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. Score one for us. That's, I, want, I don't want a single guest. So easy. Ever, that was easy. To ever ask us again if they should be drinking. I want them to just know. We have a shocking <laughs> amount of people who are recovering on here, though. I think we've had like three or four. They're like, oh, shit. Well, welcome to the drinking game, recovering alcoholics. <laughs> I'm a total dick. Here's this trigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's a dog. Sorry, right, we'll just get the cat asshole in the camera. No big deal. <laughs> Not an official pod till there's some cat asshole. That's that's our other so motto. My grandma used to say. <laughs> Ted Jansen, there's, there's a dog barking. It's in the pregame your, though, so I don't think it counts. Does your new puppy bark? He does. So nice. I'm still leaving it at 1.5. But uh, everybody got a drink loaded, and you want to hit the intro and do this? Let's do it. All right. Freaks and geeks, drinkers, thinkers, ramblers and gamblers, stoners and pet owners, gather around. This is the Outsider Social Club, where us misfits, miscreants, outcasts get together and ramble, palaver, prattle, and get royally intoxicated while we do so. So without further ado, let's proceed. One for the party, baby. Welcome back to the Outsiders Social Club. I'm your master of ceremonies, Drinks with Ron, and I respect the boulevard. With me, as always, we've got the crew. Usual rules apply. You drink if you hear a dog, or a cat, or a bong, or if Coley snorts. And that being said, uh, let's throw it to the godfather of drinks, Troy. What is the over-under for drinks this evening? Well, Ron, I don't want to spoil things, but we've got a guest, and you know what happens when we have a guest. We've got to knock back the over-under to a little smaller number. Mm, Fair. Not with my dog. Oh, Fair. shit. Surprise entry voice. Oh, man. Tonight's over-under, Ronaldo, is going to be a solid 10. And we're 10. still on the bourbon lemonades here in the great Northwest, Midwest, 
Great googly moogly. <laughs> it is a school night though, so that's it ten. Is. That's ten per person. Ten per me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Troy fair. has different numbers. Well, let's quick go around the room and get everybody's voice on the record. You just heard Coley. What's happening, Coley? Um, basically what's happening with me is I'm sweaty from the minute I wake up, uh, every day till the minute I go to sleep every day. Cause it's a hundred and fucking whatever every day. Fair. Fair. Yes. Uh, Hashi, how's it going this evening? <laughs> oh, you know, doing well over here in well the done. PN dub. It's a nice 74 degrees today. Oh, balmy. Beautiful. Perfect. Justin, how, how, how it is going great guys. How's everyone else going? Not too bad. Uh, yikes. Yikes Mountain. What's up? Well, I'm just uh, starting a new week after a long weekend at a remote cabin in uh, Washington. And uh, it just proves, once again, I'm very elitist. I also <laughs> bought a um, rechargeable mower and used that for the first time. Wow. It has fucking headlights on it uh, and is very light. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of the color of the green lantern. I'll be damned. About and, more in the daylight. I don't know. I mean, and that, that voice you just heard is Joe Vegas, and that wraps up the longest crew introduction on record. Uh, so I'm going to throw it back to Justin and intro our guest to let everybody know what's going on. Thank you, Ron. Uh, and yes, we do have a special guest today. Um, our next guest, uh, you can check out his readings or his work over at The Athletic. You can hear him on Sirius, Sirius XM NBA Radio or Sirius XM Mad Dog Sports Radio. You can catch him on AMP with Michelle Beadle doing their show Hoops and Hoes. And contributing on the Count the Dings network, where you'll find all sorts of great content like Woke Bros, Bomb, Black Opinions Matter, and of course, the great cinephobe Zach Harper. Welcome to the Outside Social Club. Wow, air horns. Okay. Oh, yeah. I like air horns. Yeah. I'm also sweating like crazy right now. Just ridiculous. Are you Vegas yet? Oh, God. I got way the hell out of Vegas. Oh, my God. What a, what a. Unless, you know, respectfully, if anyone lives there, what a fucking hellhole. Oh, my God. As a matter of fact, Zach, Joe lives there. Uh, I enjoy it. Not right now at the moment. You were stripped for six days. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Yo, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure the suburbs and like the, the surrounding areas. What? There's like a Henderson or something. Like, I'm sure it's lovely. Yeah. I know, I know people who live there who are like, oh, you don't ever have to go that place, but that's where I have to go when I go to Vegas, and it was just hell. Yeah, but you must stay at, like, Cosmo or something, right? I stayed at the Cosmo, and I stayed at the Vidar this time. Um, and, like, it, like, yeah, nicer, for sure, but still, yeah. you're going through smoke. It's hot. Uh, I feel like it's hotter on the Strip than it is off the Strip. I don't know if that's science, but that's just how it feels. Well, you um, you got here for the heat. It was it was nice, and then it just just you know. What is the, what does that mean though? It was well, nice. no, like it was. Coley will tell you because she's an actually a hot crisp hundred and three. That's it was it was like ninety nine, and then all of a sudden it was just one fifty. Oh. It was like ninety nine is actually a little chilly once you get this far into the summer. What's and happening you're, right now? What do you mean ninety nine is chilly? No, that's it not. A, that's not. That's not science. <laughs> No, when you are sitting in 110 degree heat and then it drops all the way to 99, yes, there is a noted difference. I'm gonna. I couldn't <laughs> disagree more. I I don't think like that because this is the problem. It's like when I lived take. in when I lived in Minneapolis, like these people who would be like, you know, <laughs> oh, it's 50 today. I'm gonna wear shorts. I'm like, no, mm-hmm. it's still 50 no. degrees. Like mm-hmm. I I get it. It's warmer than it's been, but it's still cold as shit. No, I know those guys here in Wisconsin. I'll wear them all winter. You want to jump in there and just shred him? (laughs) Well, I'm not going to shred him, but okay. So when I moved from Colorado to Minnesota in seventh grade, I was amazed at the kids that were like from Minnesota being like, I'm going to fucking wear shorts all school year. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And you're like, dude, why? Like, what are you doing? So, oh, they, I, I can answer this. They didn't, and no, again, no disrespect, man. They didn't have any friends. That's why. Because that's their <laughs> yeah. way of like, this will be I was friend. their friend. Mm, were you, though? Their one friend. Yeah, the yeah, one like, friend. Like, just because you talked to them doesn't mean you were their friend. You were forced yeah, to, to be talk to them. acquaintances. That's Minnesota friends. I was going to say, that makes this an official. Uh, <laughs> <Minnesota> <laughs> and I love. 
Minneapolis. I love Minnesota. It is incredible when it's not winter. Like when it's not winter, it's my favorite city in this country. Like it, I really love the food. I love the stuff you can do there, the sports, the comedy shows, the music show, everything. It's an incredible, incredible city when it's not winter. Which is two months, right? <laughs> it's a good three and a half months where it's not winter. It's getting less and less for sure. My dog has barked a lot, though, by the way, so I'm going to drink. Really? You must have the original audio off there. I haven't heard a dog. Anybody else heard oh. a dog? I've been I've throwing treats at him, hoping it'll shut him up. <laughs> What's your dog's name? Boogie. 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 A little yeah. Frenchy, right? He's, sounds a little like a Frenchy, barker. yeah. Yeah. He's a real son of a bitch. He doesn't bark. <laughs> he doesn't bark unless I need him to be quiet. He's and a then it's just son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. After my favorite movie, Boogie Nights, and my favorite player, Boogie Cousins. So. It was actually after Boogie Cousins. Yeah, that's why. That's why I named him Boogie. Love it. Well, he's not contributing to the drinks, damn it. So we're keeping the dog over under at 1.5 until I hear this dog come through. But uh, anybody got a question to uh, I, I got a question off? about this year's summer league, Zach. Were yeah. you there? Yeah. Yes, sir. So what? Uh, what's, your, what's your highlight? And my overall question is, like, what's the uh, – because I go probably once every other year. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, your, what's the coolest thing you've ever seen at the summer league? Well, I saw Jeremy Lin absolutely destroy John Wall. Um, Hell yeah. That was pretty incredible. Uh, the first the first time, like, because it used to be that the small gym was, like, the place to be. It's like, oh, if you went to the game at the at, in the actual arena, like, you're, you know, that's kind of, like, the leftover stuff. And then it was Andrew Wiggins versus Jabari Parker in 2014. And it like people like fighting to get into the small gym. Like they ran out of room. I think it maybe sits like 3000 people or something like that. Like it's, it's, there's, it's not a lot. Yeah. Cox Pavilion, pretty. Yeah. Like they, they really, they really cram, cram people in there. And so once it got to that point, that was a moment where you could kind of feel like, Oh, summer leagues become bigger than it probably should have. Uh, I also saw my first summer league there. Uh, was 2009. I didn't have a job yet, but I paid my own way and I was going to like, all right, I'm going to go network and all this crap. And I show up and I get a seat, you know, kind of in the media section, which is like in the small gym, it's, it's right along the baseline. Right. And I sit in the front front row. There's like three rows of tables. I sit in the front row. I got my laptop out and I see a friend of mine sitting in the stands. I'm like, Oh, I'll go talk to him. I was like, you know what? I'm going to move to the second row. Like, I don't know why I just like, I'm going to move to the second row. And I put my laptop down, I put my stuff down, I go up and I talk to him. And maybe five, 10 minutes later, this player goes flying out of bounds, like going after a loose ball, crashes into the table where I was at the seat next to me and absolutely obliterates this guy's laptop. I mean, like it broke in half. Like it was, I've never seen a laptop explode like this. And I just remember this sense of relief and still panic of like, well, I'll, if I if my laptop gets destroyed like that, I'll Gosh. never be able to replace it. I'll never have enough money to be able to replace <laughs> right. a laptop. Like, that's just I'm like out. not something that people can do uh, legally. So I so I remember seeing that moment and thinking, "Wow, am I like a fortune teller? Could I see this coming, or am I just so broke that I I was so <laughs> terrified that I had to like move it along?" And then right after that moment, I watched Greg Popovich and Mike D'Antoni have a conversation like four feet in front of me for you know fifteen twenty minutes. I was just kind of like. Did you eavesdrop? Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I watched. I watched yeah. like a real creep, like a real creep. <laughs> like you're fake Popcorn. staring at your phone, you know? No, here's the thing. I was just, I'm just straight up looking at them. Like this is, you know, I was just right there, just watching the whole thing. And they, I think they just talked about like dinner. Like, they just talked <laughs> about dinner right. for like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, jaw agape. Like, yeah, keep yeah. going. Tell me yeah. more. <laughs> I love that Cox Pavilion because you can see the guys you want up close and anything goes. I saw yeah. Wade just talking to people and then airballed like three shots before, you know, at halftime. Just yeah. Moving around. So like they don't they don't treat it like it's any anything different. So I had a super awkward moment there. This would have been, I guess, 2010. I think it might have been the second year I was there and I was working for ESPN at the time and and I'd written something, I don't know, something in the Daily Dime, basically of like the, you know, the Kings have, well, this is <laughs> how wrong this was. The Kings have really like come up because 
people were afraid to draft Tyreek Evans and afraid to draft DeMarcus Cousins. And so they fell into their laps and look, they've got like a pairing for the future or some crap. Right. <laughs> and so I write that. And then Kings PR, who I knew a little bit comes up to me is like, Hey, the Maloofs really like what you wrote. I'm like, Oh, cool. And they're like, they'd like you to come sit with them like courtside, Damn. but it's not like courtside. Like it's like in the small gym. Right. So it, literally anyone can sit there. Um, but so I like go and I like have the most, uncomfortable interaction I've ever had with someone. Like it was just so awkward. Cause like I sit down and like, they're like, Joe, Gavin, this is Zach Harper. He's the one that wrote the, you know, the blah, blah, blah. And they like, you could tell they didn't really remember. Didn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> at all. And I'm just like, all right, cool. And then they're just like, so like first time of something like, no, like I'm, you know, second time they're like, Oh, okay. Where are you from? I was like, Sacramento like that's you know they're like, oh that's uh, they're like oh yeah that's where we are I was like yeah I know I know the fucking world. like, what, like this is who's so this stupid. guy again the dry cleaner I love him <laughs> and then like four it was like four minutes into it and it was just so uncomfortable in very long pauses and silence and I was just finally like all right guys I'm gonna go back to my seat like uh you know nice meeting you and and I never talked to them again yeah and now look at them yeah. top of the world look at them now uh well done. I know for me, uh, my jumping in point for you was the Cinephobe podcast, because I do love me some shitty movies. And and uh, we were talking about the terminology earlier, because some of the terms from there are yeah. now almost universal. Ass on, ass off, and mm-hmm. file and phobe. So Joe wanted to know, file and phobe, which one was the good one? Phobe <laughs> is the bad one. Phobe, oh, like, okay. you know, it's like you're phobe, like you're, you're afraid of it. You know, Thanks, that's Ron. like, you, yeah, that. you would never want that. And file, well... Think a pedophile, but like in a good way, you know, like that's kind of the, that's the way to break but it down. Like, way, yeah, huh? yeah. Like if I like take just the file maze, think maze. Yeah. Well, that's not going to help anything. Let's just but. say like audiophile. You don't have to use pedophile. Like maybe oh, audiophile. Well maybe perhaps is, yeah. What is that? If, I want to be What is that? What does that mean? I want to support cinephobe, not cinephile. Can we change phobe to good? Um. Well, it is the good part. It's the one people listen to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. true. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I sure Cinephile's great. I'm sure it's I great. I tried to listen to it, but it's uh, it's a tough. I don't think so. I don't think it's great. <laughs> Ed Dan really fucked us at Moss uh, last year with the introduction, so I don't really care to be nice about the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, and, and you said Maze produces that for you. I was wondering how much input do you guys have on like the sounders or anything he does, or you just let um, him run? I would say probably half of it is a combination of of me and Amin saying, "Hey, you know, but put this put this here or whatever." And then sometimes he leaves that in, sometimes he doesn't. But it, a good, I mean, maybe even half isn't isn't accurate like he puts in a ton of stuff on his own like he just has a great great sense of what to put in to the to the podcast what drops to put stuff that we didn't even think of stuff that just came out like a couple of days before it drops and so he'll put that in because it's well it was relevant you know maybe at not moment. at the time but now it's all of a sudden relevant um because we're usually a couple of weeks ahead on recordings but yeah like i would say at least ha- at least half of it is may is just no like he's become so good like i don't think we ever envisioned him being as big of a part of it because he kind of just was someone who like we needed producers and he was involved with us enough um, over the last few years before we started Cinephobe and, and he was like, Oh, I can produce. And so we're like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just send you tracks. Like he wasn't even really on the first one, which I mean, I don't think we were either, but like, we, (laughs) like, I don't know. I I refuse to listen to the first one. Um, But like he, like we, he didn't even watch the movie for it. That's how little like we knew his involvement would be, and then it just naturally progressed, and he became you know a third host, and and has just been phenomenal with it. Yeah, I'd say Maze is my top producer of of all the podcast producers. I respect mm-hmm. his his game. So when I first started my podcast, I tried to do the clipping in things, and it escalated, and then I drove myself insane. Yeah. And so I, I was just like, tip of the hat to you, sir. Uh, I'll let you yeah. have that one. <laughs> Editing's a real pain in the ass. Dude, I used to I used to do it for a long a time on my own and it was oh my god, it was awful. Mm-hmm. Ron. <laughs> As you oh, record Ron. four hour uh you produce four hours of this shit. <laughs> I have to edit all that down. 
Got a problem. Editing's right in my wheelhouse. Justin, please ask him about a mean because I have to know about this dynamic. If you actually are this annoyed by him, because I feel it, Zach. Yes. I yeah. feel you're annoyed. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yes, I, I am. Yeah. He's, I have to know more. He's, um, I mean this in the most loving way. He's the most annoying person I deal with on a daily basis. <laughs> by far. Like, it is. I believe that. Um, like, he, like, there's. It, it's unfortunate, actually, that he's as talented as he is because <laughs> then you have to deal with it. Yeah, yeah, because you have to deal with it, and like it's just enough for him to be as unprofessional as he is. Like it is so funny to me that he doesn't realize he is constantly late. Um, I mean, constantly, and he's like, "What are you talking about? I'm on, I'm on time." I'm like, "You're not even on time when we do radio together." Like, it, like he's it's me carrying the show for two minutes while he gets connected. He blames it on the producers that we have, which. Sometimes not great, admittedly, <laughs> but still that's him fucking with them because he knows that it it does a whole thing. And I'm like, well, I'm still carrying the show for two minutes, like for no reason. And, and then he like, you hear him just barrel in with some microphone connection noise. And I'm like, oh, I guess it means fine. Like, I, th- I think he's on now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just someone that, yeah, he has like no accountability for any of his actions <laughs> and, you know, shortcomings and everything. But uh luckily Maze and I are so good at what we do that we Constant can turn yeah. we can turn his bullshit into something good. Can someone so, copy that quote right there? We're, we're putting it out there. I'll text it right right now to him. I'll put it right in the Cinephone chat. <laughs> I I stumbled on you guys once on Sirius XM. It was like a Friday night show. Yeah. And I tweeted at Amin and he was like, yeah, we're here every Friday. It was like, I think it was fantasy football, maybe even. No, uh, we might have had like a fantasy guest on or, or no, we, we were doing um, we were doing prop bets for a while. So he this company, it, it had yeah, been betting. Yeah, yeah, this company was giving him like these like tips or whatever that they wanted us to like, you know, organically put into the show and it ate up two segments usually. So we were happy to do it. You guys um, still but, do that? No. So we so our Friday show got moved to Saturday. Uh, Saturday night, which if you want to know how high you are in the pecking order, if they put you on a radio show Saturday night, it's mm-hmm. at the bottom, at the absolute <laughs> bottom. Like just yeah. it's That's when everyone's listening to the radio. It's whenever it like you look, no <laughs> one entertains nine yeah. truckers like we do. Like just nobody <laughs> does. That's when they're saying, um, you know, it's actually more work for us to get rid of you than to just yeah. we'll just put you down. Yeah. And then oh, uh because Sirius XM is fucking killing it right now. The budget cuts happened and uh <laughs> and we got we got cut. Which is weird because you would think like if you if like, you know, I don't know, I'll probably get in trouble for saying this, but like you would think <laughs> that if uh you know, never adapting to the the ways of the internet, uh that should always carry a business, right? That's that's always that's always good. I don't know if our dozens and dozens of listeners will be. Uh... I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> this isn't going to aggravate. I, with I used our, to, uh... I used to care. I used to like be worried about like, oh no, I don't want to get a try. Now I just don't give a shit. What are they going to yeah. do? Take away radio? Like their our show's gone. What are... <laughs> yeah, the our listeners, the uh... and the dozens <laughs> of listeners. So I think you're fine. We love all of them. Yeah, but what if what if one of them is is Theodore Sirius or John <laughs> XM? Like you just don't know. Right, right. Yeah, Phineas Q. Satellite are made, Radio. Man. That's yeah. what's going to happen. We'll be richer right. beyond our wildest dreams. Amin is annoying until he's funny, and then like he'll just like it'll be like at the brink of it, and then he'll say something funny. And I'm like, all right, like that was worth it, I guess. And it's right. just like yeah. it's just a it's a. It's a never-ending battle. Can I ask something about that? Yeah. So last year, my girl arranged a meeting with Amin after a summer league game. Okay. So we, we met him at Cosmo. Okay. We paid, for all, his, we paid for all his drinks. Second mistake. For like two hours. Super yeah. gracious with his time. Uh-huh. One thing I didn't realize is everything in his mind is like, let's do a bit. I'm going to take a picture <laughs> with her where I'm smiling, with you mm-hmm. where I'm not smiling. <laughs> it'll be funny. Like, it'll look like I don't want to be with you, but like everything is like, and then we talk like Star Wars for like 30 minutes. You know what I mean? Like, third mistake. It's like he, it's like he never turns it off, you know? It, like, it, it's so, yeah, no, he doesn't turn it off. And, and it, that's part of the problem because you're like, <laughs> half of it's funny. And so the other stuff, he's like, oh, this this will be good. Like, he's like, oh, no, 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 I got the greatest story. And then he tells a story. I'm like, I don't think that's 
one of the hundred best stories you've ever told, let alone the greatest. Like that's just so mediocre. It didn't matter. Um, Volume shooter. Yeah. Like volume shooter. But it's, uh, it's so funny to me when he'll get like, you know, he'll, he'll start trying to like make some, make fun of someone for being a nerd or something. And I'm like, you love star Wars more than anything, like more than like, or at least as much as your kids, maybe more than you. I don't know, but like he loves Star Wars so much. I'm like, that's the nerdiest shit possible. <laughs> it's even worse. It I love Star a, Wars. It was, it was the cartoon version that he was going off. Of about. course, it was. it was. Yeah, like which know. I didn't even until we started podcast. I didn't know there were cartoon versions of Star Wars. I thought it was like the three movies and then whatever else they brought out there with you know Jar Jar Binks and and then like the new ones where i don't even know what the fuck happens and i'm like they're like princess leia flew through space without a space suit yeah. that's yeah. something that, that happens okay that has a thing yeah i yelled at the movie screen when i saw that i was like what <laughs> i just i just i laughed so loudly in the theater when that happened and i got shushed i like you <laughs> got shushed you fucking nerds don't you dare what shush assholes. me no it's yeah. true that that's movie was awful movie. yeah and i love star wars but that movie was awful yeah it's just it's i don't know like the lightsabers look cool you know and outside of that i just don't you know it's not for me i you know i look i'll nerd out about fast and furious it's not like i'm obviously not some movie snob (laughs) but like i like i can nerd out about that stuff but it's just like you can't call people nerds and then like oh obi-wan kenobi did this like it just doesn't work that way well it's not even that but he knows the name of every ancillary character and what their race is i'm like dude i i like star wars much the next guy but that's totally nerdular that's off the chart yeah there's nothing more deflating to me than when he and Maze have like a oh this is a (laughs) here's a reference like oh it's some like the fuck's their thing rule of rule of two or whatever it's like they're oh and then they they start to like explain it to me i'm like i don't shit like cut it out of the show i don't like nobody dies what spoiler spoiler alert yeah like there was something going on at the jedi academy with him and the kids right he was a little too helpful (laughs) a little too helpful use the force way too much time on on that bullshit because you're right there's a lot there's a lot to parse there i do want to ask you about something really quick yeah so Obviously, it's kind of been the the summer of Damian Lillard, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's been annoying as fuck for two of us in here. Hash and I are both huge Blazers fans. Yeah. But this was one of my favorites of the entire summer. Report. A deal for Lillard would be centered around Spencer Dinwiddie, Joe Harris, Patty Mills, plus draft compensation per Zach Harper. Yeah. This is Next this is frequent. And might I read their bio? Future GM of the Brooklyn Nets, Nets number one fan page, source just since 1996. No, it's <laughs> all lies. Fuck? It's all lies. What? You know how uh, you know how I knew it was not a real account because they had a blue fucking check next to it now. So they just paid eight dollars, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, so, so like a bunch of nerds. So my follow up is this: like, like, like you actually do good basketball analysis. Yeah, yeah. Like sometimes this is your life. <laughs> Yeah. Um, like, what are we doing? Like, we've got ball sack. We've got we, like. Can you explain to me what your terrain is like over the past like six months of just dealing with Twitter and like its oh. NBA fascination and how much disinformation there is? I could do four hours on this. <laughs> I know. Um, I, like, I can you give it, it to me in four minutes? It's 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 broken. Like, it's broken. Um, it's funny. Like the transaction's going to happen no matter what the idea that you would pay so much money to find out the transaction under your byline, under your company, when like, it's not like we're going to be surprised by it. Damian Lillard's going to get traded. And let's say it's like to Miami or whatever. And then like, it's not like he's going to show up on the court for the, the heat one day. Or we're like, what the fuck was it? Like, where, when did that happen? Like, it's just like, there's, a, there's announcements and like, there's all this stuff, right? Like there's all these things to prove it. And so the transaction, the transaction has become bastardized um, in a way that has led to you either try to get attention by reporting stuff. And the dumb part about that whole thing was I didn't report shit. Like I hate reporting. I reported I don't know, enough things over the years. I hate reporting. It's the worst part of the job. Like I would never, ever want Sham's job. Never. 
Can I just, I, I don't mean to interrupt you because you're going off, but like, that's not your style. Like breaking news. I, I've done like, I, yeah, it's not because I hate it. Like I, like yeah. I, it's so awful. And so like, I will report around the draft and like the week of the draft in free agency. I'll do some reporting there. I'll do some reporting around the trade deadline, <laughs> but it's such a pain in the ass. It's such a, it just sucks the joy out of it. Like I just, I, it makes I me hate my job. Um, because you have to like, it's so much time on the phone and it's so much like you have to confirm, you have to do all these things. There's all these steps you have to go through to do it where I'm just like, I don't know. What if I made a dick joke about the the NBA instead? Like, what if I did that? That would be like, that seems fun to me. And so that whole thing was like in the newsletter. First, they reported it as like some, some Nets blog was like, oh, Shams Tarania said this. And it was like, that wasn't even his part of the newsletter. And I'm like, and then they're like, oh, no, it's actually from Zach Harper. I'm like, I didn't report shit. I said, hey, he said he'd want to go to Miami because of Bam or the Nets because of Bridges. I was like, so I guess this is what it like. It's literally like I'm me like saying, I don't know. Maybe this is what a deal looks like. I didn't even mention Patty Mills. So I don't know where Patty, that came from. Patty Mills just in there like to piss off every Portland Trailblazers yeah. fan ever. Just yeah. in the mix. Yeah. yeah. And then, and then from there, and, I'm, and like that person, the, here's the thing that person didn't care because they got the clicks. That's all they wanted. And so, NBA coverage online has, has become either that, like bullshit aggregation, or it's become every fucking basketball influencer site, like Swish Cultures, Ball is Life, Hoops Highlight, all that shit, or House of Highlights, whatever, right? Any of those, like across the board, and all those influence, like the professor or lethal shooter or any of these people who have a skill, but their most of their job is just like, I have to comment on this Instagram post and then on this TikTok post and then on this Twitter thing. And it, like awful. that. Oh my God, it seems miserable, awful. but they won't say anything of substance. So like one thing that pissed me off and I like, I just don't shit like lethal shooter, right? Like this guy, unbelievable shooter, good shooting coach. Although, you know, we didn't see DeMontis Sabonis become a good shooter this year, but that's fine. Like he worked with him. We'll just ignore that from the summer. It doesn't always work. Right. Um, he will like, it could be Kyrie is being suspended for, Oh, I don't know. Let's pick a random thing that would never happen. Uh, you know, anti-Semitic views that, that he won't denounce. Right. It could be that. <laughs> This guy would be, and they're like, oh, they're making him go through these steps before he plays. And it's just like, yo, that's crazy. He's got to play. It's like, does he though? Because anti Semitism feels like a big deal. And so maybe we shouldn't just like suck off the player every chance we get with, with some like, oh my God, this guy's so good. It's like, yeah, he is, but he did some problematic things. Whereas I saw some shit post yesterday of like, it was like, guess who's the shooting guard on this team? And it's a bunch of like 14 year olds catching corner threes and like shooting. And you're supposed to tell like who has a good shooting form. And he comments, are we sure even any of these guys are even on the team or something like that? I'm like, all right, cool. So here's where you'll stand up against somebody. It's like, when they look like they can't play basketball, which you're a shooting coach. Maybe your fucking job is to teach someone like these kids and encourage these kids to play and to get better. Or maybe you can't make any money off them because they're just kids. They're not NBA players. And that's where your real money is. And so it's just all this like fraudulent behavior. Everything is who could beat this team? Snort emoji. Who could, who's stopping this team? Uh, eyes emoji. Like it's just such shit. It's all meaningless, baseless, like just soulless shit out there. So to rewind to everything you just said, I actually saw you tweet about this today because mm-hmm. it made me laugh. But uh, who's beating this team? Airbuds in the middle, right? <laughs> yeah, Airbuds in the fucking middle. Oh, that's the thing. Those fucking hack Sports Center ESPN accounts too. Like they just they don't even know what to do with themselves now. They're just chasing engagement left and right. When like maybe you should that do is, stuff that, that makes is, people want to watch your channel again, so you can stop laying people off. That isn't that that is Sports Center tweeting that. That yeah. am I correct? Yes. Okay. But that's like Sports Center, ESPN and Sports Center, I believe, hired the House of Highlights guys. Like, mm-hmm. and so they worked. Which so it's just like, out. all right, here's how sense. we, here's how we game the system to get a bunch of followers through substance lists, you know, information and posts and all this shit. And so they have now moved on. It's like, well, we only know how to do this one thing. And so like, that's now Sports Center's account and ESPN's account. That's hey, wild. Zach. Yes. Or should I call you Baba Duke? Well, that's 
problematic. I don't think I would. So. I would. I would supercharge. I wouldn't. I don't think you can say that. Oh, I, I heard. I heard wrong then. So I, I guess I won't think that's your nickname anymore. No, I. That is. Um, <laughs> yeah, like if someone calls you that on the street, you have to punch them. Like it's just, you just say you have to. Like it, you don't even. So, you don't even look who's there. Like you just got to. So I got set up. I got yeah, set up. Yeah, you got. Okay. You got set up for sure. So I do. I do have a question. It's a. It's a two parter. Um, oh shit! Yeah, um, some of wow. some of these unreliable sources that I've now uh, mm-hmm. discovered. Unreliable sources. Um, I hear that you once wrote a pilot for a Comedy Central show. I wrote on a pilot. I didn't write the pilot, but yes, I wrote on. Okay. A pilot. Oh. Would you still like to see that show be made? And how many months did you cry after it was canceled? Uh, so I I didn't have like I was fully employed. So I like it for me it was like if it gets picked up great and if it doesn't I'm I'm good. Um, so it was Ian Carmel's Comedy Central pilot, and uh, it was kind of a mix between, um, like the John Oliver show, Chelsea Handler show, and like sports. Like that's essentially what it what it was going to be. And it was the most fun I've ever had working. Like, it was unbelievable. Like, a super fun, um, super talented writer's room. And uh, I I would love for that show to be made because I think we would do it really well. But sports and comedy don't typically go together. Like, even even Norm MacDonald couldn't get a sports comedy show to stick around. So that, yeah, that, and would that be was tough. a good show. It was a really good show. Really good show. It wasn't like... Like the Onion did a sports comedy show at one point, and that was terrible. But Norm's was really—I mean, because Norm's right. the best. Like Norm's. Oh, just, wasn't there one called Sports Night? Sports. Well, like that's a, little... a sitcom. That was like a sitcom <laughs> drama, or maybe more a sit drama. I don't know what it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. dramedy. Um, yeah, I love that show. You go back yeah, and watch it, and it's—it's it's not good. It does not hold up. But I still <laughs> love it. Like, no, it's not even. Problem. It's just—it's so okay. fucking corny. Like it's just really, wow. really cool. Like. The guy like Casey McCall, like he he uh wakes his kid up in the middle of the night to watch some like 40 year old run the fastest marathon that's ever been run or something like that. And he's like, he's like, I'm gonna explain it to you tomorrow, but right now you just watch this guy run. And I'm like, he's nine. Like, who like why is this kid gonna this kid this doesn't mean shit to this kid? Love you know? It. Love like it. I love the show, but it was it doesn't hold up great. Well, I would love to see that show be made. That sounds like so something fun. I would watch. We had like a um we had like a Charlie's Murphy story type of retelling of the night um the night Charles Barkley got pulled over for a DUI. Arizona. And, yeah, and told the I think told the cops that he was trying to get a blowjob from this girl he was with. Um and so we had, re- we, we had this we had this swerving officer yeah we had this like retelling this is, this is not during his career this is no this no, no, no. This no is, it was at a Super Bowl yeah oh, yeah wow. okay. um and like he was, was like hanging out Charles. no he was hanging out with like I think the story was like he was hanging out with like Urkel and like Michael Strahan that <laughs> night or whatever but we had I don't know if you guys know who Sam J is Sam J she is fucking hilarious she had, i think yes. she has a show or still has a show on hbo but uh, sam j was hilarious but she played barkley for us it was uh, like in this retelling ian was the cop um i think i was a taxi driver at one point in it uh i didn't have any lines but i think i was like supposed to i think i was supposed to like pretend like i was looking in the rearview mirror and seeing them in the back seat and then like react or something like that i was fully ass on i'm sure um but it was like it was such a fun show i can't remember i think um, Jack Knight, who who sadly passed away last year, I think. Um, he was he might have been Urkel or Strahan in the retelling. I can't remember which one, but he like he was he wrote on Big Mouth. He was like one of my favorite stand-up comedians. He was unbelievably funny. He was involved in that sketch. Like it was just so much fun. Like the mo- seriously the most fun I've ever had on a show. It's awesome. Ian's the best. Oh my god! I was going to ask just... about that real quick because yeah. Ian, Portland legend. Ian is a Portland legend, and he's mm-hmm. also been the most vocal Blazers. He's probably the most vocal Blazers celebrity at this moment. Maybe? Yeah, yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah, I think that's that's correct. Yeah, and he and like, man, you could do worse than that. That motherfucker's out here slaying. Like he's he, he's funny, and he's making fun of the whole idea of having these conversations. Yeah, but he, I do. Wonder the, how you met him because um, 
Ian was a big part of Portland in like 2010. Yeah. I saw him at like open mics and like he's a big figure. He he's so he's so funny. Like he is he's so crazy talented. Like he hasn't even scratched the surface on at least like on TV of how talented he is because I remember when we worked on that the pilot, you know, we we wrote and rewrote those jokes a thousand times over two weeks. Like just like I mean, we couldn't have we couldn't have hammered them down and like broke them down and then built them back up like enough. And and so I knew those jokes inside and out. And then it would time for him to be on camera. It'd be time for him to be on camera and he would deliver them. And I was dying laughing because he just has that charisma. Like it was like I had heard them for the first time. Uh, but Ian, I was just telling the story the other day. Uh, Ian and I met because he um he used to so you know obviously you know he's a big basketball fan big blazers fan and he used to listen to my podcast when i was working for cbs sports and we were it was me and this guy james herbert who's amazing and uh we were talking about nuts and i was talking about how i hate pistachios i think they're disgusting i think they're trash called them patrachios at one point uh and how i was like you know walnuts are like the elite nut like walnuts are like that's so underrated it's the one of the best like you know other than cashews i think walnuts are the best and that upset ian big time uh he was not happy with me trashing pistachios he was going at me over walnuts and so it was just like this very funny interaction a couple of times and then i had him on the podcast once or twice um and then i left cbs a month before my contract was open it was up because there was a, a whole thing with me and my editor at the time. I, I essentially like stood up for this writer that was getting bullied and ended up making me want to leave that place. Um, but, uh, but so like I had like a month to kill and Ian just hits me up one day and he's like, he's like, Hey, I was living in Salt Lake city at the time. He's like, Hey, uh, come to Vegas tomorrow. And I'm like, we've never met. Like that's, <laughs> that's crazy. Like, I'm like, no, I'm not going to go to Vegas. Where he goes, oh, come on, come to Vegas. It's a quick drive, right? I was like, yeah, it's like five hours. He's like, yeah, come to Vegas. I was like, so I'm going to drive to Vegas tomorrow and you're going to be there and we're going to meet and we're going to hang out. He's like, yeah, absolutely. And so it was him. It was Sean Jordan. Who's a super funny comedian on, on all fantasy, everything. And Ian's friend, Nick Nampe. So they were staying there. I show up and he's like, Hey, we're going to Kanye tonight. And this is back when Kanye wasn't so problematic. He's like, <laughs> he's like, we're going to Kanye tonight. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh dude, I really can't afford that ticket. He's like, it's on me. Don't worry about it. And so we had like, it was the Pablo tour. And so like, it's like the floating stage above and we're on, we're on the like ground floor and everything. So he like, it's floating above us. And it was just this unbelievable experience. And towards the end of the night, this, you know, must've been like three, four in the morning. Ian is gone. Like he is drunk. He is on Molly. Like he's gone. And he's like, and we're just chilling. He's like, he's like, I got a pilot coming, like Comedy Central pilot. I was like, oh, that's awesome. He goes, you need to write on it. I was like, sure, Ian. Like, yeah, like you're you're drunk and high off your ass. Like, there's no way this is gonna happen. And then two weeks later, I was just like, yeah, sure, whatever. Like, just thinking it was nothing. And then two weeks later, uh, they sent me like a, Hey, here's your paperwork to work on the show. And then we did it. We worked on it like two months later and then we shot it like a month after that. And then he and I have been super close ever since. Like that's one of my best friends. Is you just kind of know after you've been with somebody for a few hours, if they're funny or not. <laughs> it's I like, get, right. Yeah. I don't like, well, what was funny is I remember that first day writing on the pilot and Ian had to like go somewhere, right? He had to like go do some production shit or something. And so he's they're like, hey, just write jokes for the next two hours, and then we're gonna put them in this big Google Doc, and then we'll go over them. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck that. Like, I've never written a joke before. I've written right. dumb tweets, but I've never written a joke. I wrote a bunch of stuff, throw in the Google Doc, and so you don't know who el- whose stuff is whose, but you know what you wrote. And so we're going through it, going through it, going through it, and he gets to like the first four or five of mine. He's like, eh, I don't really like that. Nah, I really, I wouldn't say that. Nah, I don't think that's funny. And I'm like fuck, I'm going to get fired. Like, I'm going to get fired today. Like, they're just going to kick me out. And then, like, the next four after that, he was like, oh, that's funny, we could do this. Or, oh, that's funny, we could do that. And then I realized my strength at the time was, like, building off of other people's jokes. Like, I could make someone's joke better. Right. And so I I remember, like, he had a comedy show that night, and I went with him, and uh, 
and we were talking in the car and he's like, you know, how did it go? And I was like, man, I really, I don't think I can write jokes, but like, I was good at like building off of jokes. And he's just like, he's the best person in the world. Like he's seriously the most genuine person. And he was like, dude, that's a skill. No, we need that. Like he was trying to convince me like, that's a skill. That's something we need. Don't worry about coming up with stuff. You'll find that at some point. And he was right. And like, but it was just like, he didn't have to like go through all of those things just to make me feel comfortable, but he did because that's just who he is. A big sweet hat. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I got one question for you. I know you got to get out of here. Uh, Well, thanks for that. That's That's what I was waiting for. I knew it. Got you can't now. Cold blooded. So Zach, um, two part question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, imagine if you weren't writing about sports and you had to be a writer, but not a comedy writer. What would your what would your thing be? Oh, um, I would either want to write about food or travel. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. And also, what's your favorite parade? Favorite parade. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> we we can give you a few seconds. I, we can stall that no, for I, you. I love I love lots of parades, facts, and that's what I appreciate so much is parade facts. <laughs> All right, that bought you about five seconds. I love a pride parade, man. Like it's so much fun. Everyone's got such good energy. I do all right. In terms of like getting free drinks and stuff like this, like we used to go out when I lived <laughs> that in Sacramento. Beard, man, yeah, beard helps. Like mm-hmm. when when I lived in Sacramento, um, like our group would just go out to like gay bars at night because it was like you're not going to get in a fight. Like it, and there was a there was a point where it was like, it's going to be drugs. We need to relax. Like we like we're we're almost fighting someone every night. Like we need to. Our group needs to chill. So we started going out, and I was just like like. There no, there's like all the guards are down for like the the single straight women there. They like they're very <laughs> they feel very comfortable. Like no one's a creep. Like everyone's just kind of chilling. Everyone's very supportive. And I was just like, I ended up getting a bunch of free drinks. Like you, you know, like I'll flirt for a drink. I have no problem with that. Um, and it was just like it was just super fun. So I love a pride parade. Like to me, that is I hate the idea of like the Christmas parade or Thanksgiving day parade, because that's just so slow a championship parade. Like it's so slow for a, a pride parade. Like there is energy the entire time. They bring it. Yes. Yeah, they absolutely <laughs> bring it. And there's just never a lull in it. Right. Right. It like blocks along and it's just like a party yeah. after party after party. Yeah. It's just a giant conga line. Like it's just incredible. <laughs> I think one of the things in my, uh, my more modern life of watching like, videos of parades is how unbelievable pride parades deal with nazis yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. like that's a thing and i think uh, second place to that is just any parade that's happening in new orleans because like people just rent parade they're like all right 300 bucks like put it down we got 45 minutes of a parade here and you just like all of a sudden Going going through, you know, like the French Quarter, it's just like a parade breaks out and it's super fun, but have, they're quick. We have to have a parade. That's that's what we're gonna put the money from the store towards. We're gonna have us a goddamn it. parade in New <laughs> Orleans. You're invited. Yeah. You're coming we're gonna do I'm, a I'm there. podcast parade? Yeah. It's, good I, it's, seriously, it's like three hundred bucks. It's anywhere. Right. Anywhere you want. Come on, we can sell enough t shirts for that shit. Yeah. I'm busy that day. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Come to the desert and do that. The desert. If you if you come to the desert and do that, literally, then, yeah, like I'll join it. Ready made rent a parade out there. One hundred twenty degrees tomorrow. By the way, New Orleans specific. <laughs> In a row? How many? That's too many degrees. That's <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. It's it's this whole week is going to be dry heat. one dry day heat. at a time. Uh, you don't want to grease. Yeah, you don't want a moist heat. skeleton. Yeah. So that's that's uh, it's yeah. important. Uh, I love that our, our, for, go, our forecast today was uh, like 92 with a cold wind. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing? Who Doesn't wrote that? 92 is a cold wind? A yeah. no. cold wind blows. Uh, Zach, before you go, because like we said, you know you got to get going. Yeah. Um, you guys started uh, Cinephobe roughly 190 years ago. Yeah. Um, and when you guys started it with whether it was the idea for envy or american ninja whatever you guys claim you guys started with kangaroo jack good day usa could you imagine in your like wildest dreams that 190 episodes later almost 200 you got fans making songs and podcasts about you guys like 
when you thought of Good Day USA being your first and where you're at, like, I, what are you like? It's crazy. I don't, I don't know if people think it's a bit. We legitimately <laughs> didn't know it was animated. Like, legitimately, like Amin <laughs> saw it on the on the guide. He saw it on the guide. Was like, that's the first movie we're doing. I'm like, all right, man, like, fine. And so I think I had to rent it at the time or something. I can't remember. Yeah. And I and I and I start watching. I'm like, these credits are. Take a long time. Like this, like this, this has been animated for like a while. And about halfway through the movie, I'm like, I think this fucking movie's animated. Like this is crazy. And so yeah. that level of stupidity enduring for 190 years of, of cinephobe is insane to me. Like I, like I thought this could be a fun podcast. I thought it had a chance to like be something. Um, but it's, absolutely like blown away my expectations at every moment like I, the fact that the the fact that the word bingo has been ruined for me in every way like it really has like like we were watching uh we did a recording for i think this one's coming out in a couple in two weeks but we did a recording and like there's just a very innocent like line in which someone says like bingo in it and i like screenshot it and i sent it to maze i'm like this fucking movie has ruined my or this fucking podcast has ruined my brain <laughs> like just ruined it and like i can't listen to, like there are certain words where i just can't listen to anymore and it's not just because like we did it, it's because the fans have embraced it so much and made it such a thing and um no man it's it's nuts that it is taken off the way it has um but it's also something that i think has made it more fun to do. Like we, we all like, I mean, Amin and I talked about this for years before we actually started. Like we got to do this. We got to do this. And then about like two weeks before we started, this dumb shit is like, Hey, did you know there's this podcast called how did this get made? I'm like, yeah, like it's massive. Like it's fucking huge. He's like, he's like, Oh, are you worried? Like ours is going to be too much like it. I was like, no, I think like, cause we'd set up the structure. At the point. I was like, look, there's some similarities, but you know, any podcast about bad movies is going to be, compared to another podcast. I was similar, like, yeah, yeah. I was like, we don't know. I was like, we don't have to worry about it. He goes, okay. He's like, he's like, we should listen to one of these. I was like, I listen weekly. And I've mentioned this podcast <laughs> to you before many times. And he's like, oh, okay. But like, oh, we, that, so again, prep, that's the yeah. level of stupidity that we have somehow endured between the, now the three of us. Um, it's just nuts, man. It's nuts that it's, it's yeah. as big as it is. That yin and yang of stupidity and brilliance that just comes together in that fifty yeah, fifty ratio. We're just like a like the Kramer of podcasts. Like we just <laughs> fall backwards into success. We don't quite know how. I, I do have a CT top five idea for you. Okay. Um, you guys had the zero percent movies, obviously. Yeah. There are there's the thing of the double qualifier where it's both critics and audience. I have a category where both critics and audiences would still qualify because it's under forty total. So the top five moves of that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah I like that. It's it's better. Uh, that come out? Oh, yeah. It was on the Bye Bye Man episode where Amin had a stroke trying to come <laughs> yes. up with his own like CTV. Yeah. And, and that, yeah, what was that? May <laughs> sent us the clip like three different times as he was editing. I was like, I still don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Like, like I've seen been there, man. of me like after the death of my father drinking too much and being on this podcast and I can't oh, pronounce capitalism. But that was like in that same range. So. He was sober. <laughs> like, he, like that's right. just that was that's not, a shock of the century. Yeah, there. Not that the was, same range then. Never mind. Yeah, he was sober. So that you know that's gonna be a mystery forever of just like what the fuck was he talking about? But yeah, that's a I like that one. The double qualifier. I like. Uh, that. Do you have an idea what your lowest rated movie ever was? Both co- both combined scores. Left behind. Zero percent from the critics. Two percent from the audience. Um, uh, the and that was the one. And that's the, the audience one. audience went up. Oh, did it? Maybe from oh, us. Um, shit. That, yeah, but yeah. at the time, it was 2%. And uh, was. That, was the, that was the first one we did for Levitard. And they were so oh. mad. Like, <laughs> I, like not Levitard. Not Levitard but they, weren't, they weren't mad. But they were like, our business guy was like, wait, why are we doing this one? I'm like, I picked it, bitch. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> My I'll turn. Give you, I'll you give you a hint. hint. It's, a, it's, a, it's such a good bad movie. I couldn't file it. But it's, man, <laughs> there's a lot of character in that movie. Good old Galley Walkers. <laughs> oh, that's that one I'll never stop buying copies of. <laughs> All right, guys, I got to run. Thank you so much. Yeah, is there right, anything Zach. you want to want to plug to our dozens of listeners on the way out? Yeah, listen to Cinephobe and uh, subscribe to The Bounce. It's one of the few things at uh, The Athletic that we do for free, that we give away for free. 
theathletic.com slash the bounce. It is now twice a week for the next couple of months until they make me work again. Sweet. Well, you got dozens more ears and uh, it is. on the way out. Thank you for oh, being wow. again. Best theme song ever. Thanks, Zach. Not even close. The air is as good as advertised. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Words are yeah. proof you are the greatest guest. Catch me on Blue Sky, Zach. <laughs> and that was our guest. Uh, Zach Harper, fantastic episode. I am drunk and I I don't care about any of the overs and unders. I feel great. So I'm high uh, as shit now. Are you high too? <laughs> I'm just hey, can we not bury this? Boys on blue sky. Thank you for being a guy. <laughs> He's not on blue sky. I didn't get an invite. <laughs> You're listening to the Outsiders Social Club on the Half Ass Podcast Network. You beta lib cuck.